0: time once again to take a journey. So turn on the lights, pull your chair up, get a little closer to the computer, and get ready, because the journey's about to begin. You find yourself alone late at night, driving in the mountains of North Carolina. You're lost, you think to yourself, but no, something is calling you. Something is drawing you in. You turn your radio on, and there it is, a faint station, wafting in and out of the static of the night. A man named Eric, running a show called The Midnight Cafe, calls to you. The conversation seems strange at first, but as you listen, as his voice fades in and out of the static, you realize this is where you were meant to be. This is what you were meant to listen to. For the next two hours, you and I will take a journey, because I am Eric, and this is The Midnight Cafe. We will take a journey that takes us from the normal, well, all the way through to the paranormal, and beyond. We'll talk about the knowns, and the unknowns, and everything in between. And together, perhaps we'll make a little sense out of this crazy world we all live in. Join us tonight and every Saturday night from 7 o'clock till, well, till whenever.
1: Radio, the way it was meant to be.
0: of North Carolina and the great eastern coast of the United States, I bid you good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever the case may be. I am your host, Eric, the owner of the Midnight Cafe, and you are listening to 1670 Wasted Radio. Let's get right to it. The news is right up after this. yeah that's right it's eric the owner of the midnight cafe and with me once again as always rockin woody is here tonight too
2: what's up guys how we doing
0: and there we go copyright violation number one i couldn't help myself (laughs) who cannot remember that song (coughs) oh man well looks like we got some people falling in here that's good we got waverly hathorne jordan b jamaica dog Man, everybody's coming in here. Poor man's... Yeah, poor man's way. I talked to him today. He's got a new channel on YouTube. Feel free to go check him out, man. He's uh, He's got a great idea, actually. I love it. The poor man's ways. And let me tell you, I grew up poor. I am poor. I probably always will be poor. So, the poor man's ways help you out of any bind, that's for sure. A little bit of engineering. Gotta love it. Yeah, man. So, how you doing tonight, brother?
2: Oh, not too bad, man. Uh, just kind of keeping between Just had a Nice relaxing day. The weather is absolutely gorgeous here. So, yeah. uh... Been outside
0: a lot. Uh, it sure has. It's been beautiful here, too. Considering the mountains, you know, sometimes can be ugly. We have had more blue skies in the last two weeks than I can uh, remember in probably the last three months. You know, the wintertime here is just usually overcast. So, it's been a real treat. And I've been outside working on the on the uh, farm, getting mowing stuff done, and working on vehicles. Just Just loving it, man. Just loving it. Yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful. I'm
2: I'm sure that someone's going to come along and make it freeze here
0: soon and just ruin it all. But <laughs>
2: you've got to think about you can get it.
0: Yeah, hey, look at this, man. we got uh, Waverly saying he's missed last week's show. No worries there, man. Appreciate you coming in tonight. And, of course, Night Owl has made it on time. That's always a good thing. Well, we have a very interesting show lined up for tonight, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. Very interesting. It's called the Poorly Prepared Show. It's called the Poor Man's Way of Life Radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, funny thing happened on the way to the Midnight Cafe. Absolutely nothing wants to work tonight. You'll notice my face is not up on the screen. You'll notice that uh, well, the music kind of was playing, right? Actually, it's a miracle because we worked on it for about forty minutes before the show started. But nothing seems to work. Nothing seems to work. And the show that we had planned for tonight—well, let's just say that you're kind and not working. <laughs> no, your kind and benevolent host got his dates wrong, and so our. Art Bell Memorial kind of show that we were planning, uh, well, I was a little off. It was two weeks from now that uh, Art passed away. No, three weeks from now. He, he passed away April 13th of uh, 2017, so I had this show that I had been working on all week, but we're going to hang on to it until the 13th of April, so... If you're a fan of art, that's why we played that music tonight. There'll be a, a little better version of that when the show goes live for real. But I just couldn't help myself. I was so proud of it. <laughs> and to be honest with you, yeah, when we did our live shows back in the day, and copyright infringement wasn't an issue because we're just pirate radio. Well, we played a lot of that stuff. So uh, kind of kind of a fun evening. But uh, if you like him, spread the word. We'll be doing a nice show for him, and uh, we'll have some of the great callers, the Area Fifty One Flyover, the Area Fifty One uh, Employee. Gosh, there's so many of them, man. Some of the oh, some are. of the better ones. We we couldn't even we couldn't even capture them all in one show. It's, uh, it's
2: insane how many good ones there are.
0: And of course, uh, probably one of the the best characters. And and again, no, I don't think anyone ever found out if he was a real person or not. But JC JC. Webster the third. Hey, you're like JC Webster, the third or something like that. I mean, this guy would call up and rant and rave about, uh, all kinds of stuff. And art is uh, a blessed, calm individual. Just used to let him run his self out. And, and eventually he would get angry and hang up. So it was gotta just, just Love that stuff. So we'll have, I got a couple of clips of his that I found. And some of them are just hilarious, man, but good old Art bell. So, well, that'll be on the 13th. And, uh, and at some point, we're going to do the EVP show, but uh, again, we're having some serious audio problems, so I use EVP Winamp.
2: EVP is kind of what crashes us.
0: I mean, Seriously. You know. It's like haunted yeah. or something. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> Winamp is what I've been using since the beginning of time. Like, literally since our first radio show, I use Winamp, and it uh, works fine. works great. I have it on Windows 10, works fine and great on Windows 10, but all of a sudden, it, uh, it crashes. You can press play, and then it locks up, and it crashes the program, so... Having some real difficulties with it. I know there's probably a hundred different programs out there that you could use instead of Winamp. But now I'm kind of like grew up on it, man. I kind of know it. And that's what I like to use. Just I'm used to it. So we'll we'll try to figure that out. I thought I had it figured out, but it doesn't work. And it's not working out in the garage computer either. So whatever's going on has to be something to do with Windows, uh, Patch, or something like that. Kind of a Weird bummer. Of
2: being censored start it
0: could be it could be our little rant about free speech or I should say yeah. my rant about free speech that got me they, yeah. they put a, something in there they bugged the computer starts with the Winamp and next week it's going to be the <laughs> yeah right so uh, Audio Slave thanks for joining us Eddie Fisher hello again my friend I got a, a big email from Eddie Fisher and Eddie we want to have you on um, maybe, uh, well we're not doing a show next week well I don't know J- Jason will be doing the show next week I won't be a part of the show next week uh, but maybe the week in between, uh, when I get back and the, and the art bell episode, we could have you on Eddie and, uh, and, and go over some of that crazy stuff. Cause you sent me a big old email and I really appreciated that. There's some really neat stuff going on there over there. Yeah, so the, the weekend of the, the week of the six, April six, Yeah, would it'd be a great plan. Yeah. Eddie, if you can try to plan for that, maybe, uh, Cook up a bunch of extra pizzas in advance and just tell them, "Hey, these are. <laughs> don't worry, these are fresh. I promise." <laughs> it's a style. Yeah. do it all the time. Just
2: leave it on the top of the oven. That's, that's
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, I got you, Eddie. I sure did, man. Um, Some <laughs> professional hillbilly. Linux is the way to go, man. I've always wanted to branch out, you know, and and get away from Windows stuff because I know they're all hacked and cracked and all that. But you know, I've never been uh, never been able to get on board with Linux, and probably. I don't know. I guess it's just the lazy inside of me. I go back. Yeah, old... I never was either though. Yeah, I mean, that might never grab me. Commodore sixty four got you covered, brother. But oh, yes. uh, yeah, that's that was it. Old school. So, could we even broadcast from a
2: Commodore sixty four? Maybe we should look into
0: that. Oh uh, yeah, we should definitely check into that. Actually, that would probably be go viral if we were able to pull that one off. As, <laughs> think that uh, using
2: Atari as our sound. Editor yeah,
0: you know? Know? <laughs> the, yeah, I swear the internet would blow a fuse thinking about that, man. <laughs> we're famous for all the weird reasons man so <laughs> Linux Mint is the best OS out there cool man well I'll look into it again I have some older laptops and stuff that I've accumulated and maybe I'll throw it on a computer that's not my like everyday computer I think my biggest issue is I have for my Farpoint Farms page I have uh, Sony Vegas Pro that's the video editing software I have and I don't know that that's available for Linux it's, I think it's a Windows program and I would, you know, it was quite expensive, so I'd hate to, hate to lose the opportunity to use that because that's kind of like, I, again, I'm not very technical, so the fact that I was able to learn how to use it is kind of like, well, I better stick with it, you know. So, but yeah, I could, I definitely want to try something different. Um, other news on the farm? Well, I've got those T-shirts. If anybody's interested, go to the, uh, go to the Farpoint Farms page or YouTube page, and you can click on any video, and I believe. Uh, from last week somebody was telling me, or maybe, that underneath the videos there are uh, little icons of uh, all these shirts that uh, I've created here. Well, I should say all all three. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is a Midnight Cafe shirt, and I think it looks pretty darn groovy. And just for you, uh, if you're interested in buying one of those, just be aware that, uh, like, when I signed up for this program, the shirts are available, and and, they, you know, they want you to sell them for like 21 bucks a shirt or some outrageous price. You know, and they're like, hey, look, you get like $8 a shirt or whatever. Well, I'm not in this for the money. So I lowered it down to the bare minimum, which I think was twelve ninety-nine. dollars 99 So uh, if you're buying a shirt, uh, whatever company is actually printing them up, they're the ones getting the money. Uh, it's literally at the bare cost. So it would just be a way to, to show that you like the show or show that you like Farpoint or whatever. But uh, be aware they're out there. It's kind of cool. I think I might uh, I might order one for myself just so I can have it when we do our shows and I can kind of show off the Midnight Cafe. So be aware of that, folks. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: going to order one as well, even though you all can't see me. But yeah. I'm going to tell you that I'm wearing it and I'm there in spirit.
0: Someday, someday they'll get to see you. Someday we'll get you a camera. Someday, yeah. We'll get there. We've uh, got to
2: figure out how to make the main server work first.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's... You know, we're worried about the big things. We should be worried about the little things at this point. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's see here. Audio slave saying, Eric, I watched an old video earlier this morning where Art Bell interviewed the famous astrophysicist Michu Kachukaku. Yes, Bell seemed to be a well-prepared individual. The dude was... Uh, Art was knowledgeable. So, I know some people criticize uh, George Norrie sometimes for being, like, uninvolved or uninterested. Like, he'll... I have noticed and I think Jason you and I were talking about this in a a show a while back that like he just I don't know man sometimes he seems disinterested he'll have a guy on the show and they'll be talking and the guy will like say something and literally George like asks the exact same question after he's already just explained it (laughs) which means that like he's literally mentally checked out you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to show the exact
2: same enthusiasm.
0: But you just never got that with art, you know, and, and that's what's amazing to me. I put uh, all his archives. I have a little USB stick that goes into the um, my car radio. And uh, I, I have about a 45-minute commute on the days that I go to work. And uh, so I listen, you know, to these commercial-free old shows of arts that I have. And it's just incredible. I mean, some of the stuff... Some of the stuff's dated now, you know, because you're talking 25, 30-year-old shows going back here. But uh, some of it's still is just so relevant, man. Astral projection and, and UFO stuff, Area 51 stuff. Really cool stuff, man. It's amazing how well it's uh, held up to the test of time. Now, what I'd love to know is if you go back to any of those psychics that you had on there, if
2: their prediction had come true since you got them from so long ago.
0: It is interesting. I've actually skipped over a lot of those just because it's like well what he would do is he would have like right before new year's he'd have his his like prediction for the following year then he'd have people call in who were either psychic or i don't i don't even know if you needed to really be a psychic i think you just call in and be like well i you know i think we're going to be at war next year or i think this is going to happen next year so uh i i haven't really listened to a lot of those but you know now that you mentioned it like that it actually might be kind of interesting to see if any of that stuff came through I know there was one yeah, guy I'd be curious yeah there was one guy that used to come on there all the time and he just he just sucked he was all, I mean I don't think a thing that anything <laughs> he ever said came to light you know he was always and he was a doom and gloomer like oh there's a massive meteor it's gonna plow into the earth and split the planet in half and and oh when's that gonna happen uh, next week you know and then he'd have him on two weeks and he's like well you know, uh, it missed us by you know just an inch or two but uh, it's gonna happen again next week so yeah, yeah that got to
2: keep it current man you got to keep your spot going somehow status quo right yeah i guess
0: so i guess so so anyway that's uh that's that's my thoughts on that but we'll have fun with that on the 12th hopefully everybody will join in on that and that'll be at eight o'clock as well but we'll go probably a full two hours on that one at least and might even go into overtime on that one Yeah, that'll be a good show. I'll be looking forward to that one. Yeah, so uh, tonight is uh, kind of an Art Bell-type topic. It's open lines. Yeah, we don't really have a topic. If you hadn't caught on, I I hardly even have any news to discuss, but I will get into some of it, I guess, while we're waiting. But feel free, all you fine folks, if you just want to call and chat, if you want to ask CB questions, if you want to ask any kind of questions, you can ask life questions, (laughs) we're here and uh, as long as it's not too personal, I'm sure we can answer it. Like I said, we will talk politics if we have to, but it's not exactly what we want to talk about. But we'll talk. It's You know, the lines are open. So as long as it's something interesting and not uh, profane, well, you're welcome to join the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: see Anything at all. Please call in. Uh, anything at all. I'll even tell you about the foot fungus I had last week. That's really what you want to know. Oh, wow.
0: That does sound horrifying. this is a horror story. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Waverly's chiming in. He said, I tried to do astral projection following a meditation and painting a small focus point on a ceiling over my bed. I just kept falling asleep. That has been my experience when I've tried astral projection. I was able to kind of do it once where I felt like I was able to pop out and just clear the roof of the house. I was looking at the branches of the trees above the house. And, uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to hold that for more than a second or two, but yeah, most of the time when I lay down and get really relaxed, I fall asleep cause I'm old. That's just how it seems to work.
2: Well, you know, what's funny? I've, I've actually had a similar experience with that. I had, I tried to, uh, it was a meditation music that I fell asleep to, but I actually had a astral projection as a result and I've since tried to do it again. I never could get back to it. I don't know what it was or how I got lucky, but Huh. I mean, it was a very short-lived, just like you're saying. Like yeah. Just out of the body kind of deal. Kind of saw what was going on. And then I tried to, with the same music or the same. It was like a, I forget exactly what it was. But, yeah, same kind of deal.
0: You know, I was just thinking, I wonder if Scott's around tonight. He's not. I've, I've checked in with him. Not that bum. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what?
2: We, we can call him and find out again. Just push it a little bit. Yeah, right?
0: give it a shot. Try to call him. Let's just, use one, let's just put him on the spot on the air. Yeah. Uh, That's the best way to talk to people, isn't it? This. Is, oh, do you know what we should do tonight? What? Let's just prank call people. <laughs> Straight out of the year 2000, man. Let's do it. Hey, you're live on 1670.
1: Woo! <laughs> Woo! <Whoa. laughs>
2: yes, my name is a Bobby, and i like
1: about the goat.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Now we're talking. Oh, our lifter base is gone. After the
1: night.
0: I see the numbers are dwindling. <laughs> Do you have Prince Albert in the can? Exactly, dude. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh man, we 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 called a, a one of these places that sells mattresses, and I asked him if I could test one out with my wife. And oh god, we had fun back in the day, didn't we, man? Oh, we had a blast. With that. <laughs> what was his response? Oh man, I wish oh god, they were, and a lot of them, you know, they're. It's the best part. Like, we didn't prank call, like, individuals. We prank call businesses because those people get paid to be nice to the biggest jerks on earth. I know because I am one, you know? So it's like, God, you'd call in that mattress place. The guy's like, oh, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I guess. uh, Like, what do you mean? Like, test out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll wait until after you close. That kind of thing. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Scotty has an answer, and he got lucky this time. Ah, man, oh, man. Poor man's ways Yeah, from... I,
2: I, was, I was just telling somebody about our prank calls. I said we were jerky boys, where jerky boys was cool.
0: Yeah, seriously, man. I swear we were up to no good. <laughs> oh, God. Reminds me of Roy D. Mercer. Oh, man. Oh, I did a couple of those. Roy D. Mercer. We did one based on him. Uh, we did one where we called a uh, place. Where, do you remember where we called the girl about the haircuts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this was so bad, dude. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was like, I think it was our Memorial Day show that we did during the daytime, and God Almighty, it was terrible, man. We were we were so bad. We may have been drinking. I'm not going to say we were or we weren't, but it's possible that there had been some alcohol involved. But, yeah, I called up this uh, uh, <laughs> beautician, you know, this haircut in place, this poor young girl answers, and. And I told her that I was very upset that my wife had gone down there for a haircut. (laughs) And that they messed it all up, made her look terrible. And and, uh, she said, what do you want me to do about it? I said, I don't know, but, you know, this is just brutal. God, that was just so much fun, man. I kept saying, she's a portly woman. Uh, That's a nice way of saying she's fat. (laughs) you know... You got a girl like that, you know. You gotta make sure that hair is looking good. Oh God, it was so funny, man. It was
2: it was so horrible, but it was so funny.
0: And the girls, to their credit, I mean, everyone we talked to was so pleasant, and that's really, you know, we weren't we weren't mean. We were just putting them on the spot, kind of stuff. So we had some great times. Yeah, yeah. I remember we called one, and I don't remember how it played out, but we were trying to support a political party, and they wouldn't agree with us. So yeah, I remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, actually, we called a couple of random houses and, and just had them say, I love 1670. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did that, too. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. Oh,
2: man, back when we had no shame. No shame at all. <sighs> <sighs>
0: <So>, uh <laughs> well. <so, So,
2: laughs> any of you guys got out there? Got any prank call stories? Come on. I yeah, know let's the hear Williams it. On the block. Call in share it with
0: us. Come on, man. It's open lines tonight. We're 20 minutes in. I, I'm, I'm running out of material. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we do radio god I you know like
2: it, have much in it <laughs> i am
0: so tempted to just hell, if Winamp worked i'd open up one of those old recordings of the show but it's all copyrighted because of the music yeah yeah i know well we had some stuff that wasn't copyrighted we used to do skits and the skits
2: some of our skits are in there they're a little uh, they're a little vulgar some of them but
0: they're pretty funny Night Owl says 1670. Now can I listen to that here in Nashville? I don't think so. That's uh, 100 milliwatts of power rolling out of that antenna on the roof, man. There's not a whole lot of energy there. If you uh, can hear it Nashville. you let us know. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Hello, is this Mabel's cat house? Let me speak to Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Several of the
2: rooms had smoke pouring out of them from the friction being caused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, me. I tell you what. Yeah, Roy (laughs) D. Mercer had a good one where he called the shop and he's talking about how he's going to open up a 55-gallon drum and whoop-ass on somebody. I just, you disrespected my wife. I'm going to (laughs) get you. We we didn't get that bad. We didn't actually,
2: like, threaten anybody. Oh, no, no, no.
0: no. Ours was, it was fairly clean fun considering, I tell you what, but there was some good moments. Some of the skits were pretty good, too. We had our guests come in there, and, man, they were just, (laughs) Well, you remember Scott did once though. He he got kind of. we went a little
2: overboard. He left a message for someone and threatened. Him. He was like, "I told you,
1: you're gonna be dead." Oh so god!
2: He thinking about it, and he was like, he called her back. Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry about that. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do remember that. Had to call back and apologize. <laughs> I, I didn't really mean I was gonna come over there and kill you. I'm just kidding around, you know. I, I'm just kidding
2: around, man. <laughs> I, I didn't take my pills this morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> <coughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> he you on the phone, we just kind
2: of looked at him like, uh that
0: was That was pretty bad. Boy, oh, I tell bad. you what, I wish there was a way to link a phone up to this mess right now other than uh, Skype, because I'd, I'd definitely make some phone calls to this. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it, let me see. Oh, I'd, I'd do it too, I'm all game for it. Yeah. Now. Oh, boy. So, come on. You all got to have some stories when you were kids of prank calling or some funny stuff. Uh, how about the guys that are on YouTube right now? This was pretty popular about five or six years ago. I don't know if it still is, but... Oh, oh my gosh. We have a phone call. Oh, no. It's oh, gone. Oh, look at that. It, it died. It was there, and it was all gone. Right.
2: Call back. Call back. Call back.
0: <laughs> Something went... There he is. Hang on a second. How do I add them? Yeah. Hey, Bill. Hey, how's it going? Let me add Jason back to this mix. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I hope it added him. Did it? Yes. Jason, you back? Hopefully, here he comes. What's for dinner tonight, Bill? Oh, we did uh, pizza delivery. Ha! <laughs> ah! Whoa, that's taking the easy way out right there. Yeah, that was easy way out. <laughs> Yeah, we finally had some good weather
3: here in Southern California.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Jason, you back? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Excellent, excellent.
3: Uh, what a mess.
0: Not that we were just, he's not cooking tonight. He he, he ordered takeout. He's cheating.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's okay. You still got tomorrow night, right? Yeah. you not go out like that. <laughs> yeah, no, the
3: only
0: day I, I Give my wife a day off, There you go. Man, I was uh, watching some videos on your channel not too long ago. Uh, You you do a lot of, like, going out to thrift stores and stuff and finding good stuff to resell, huh?
3: Yeah. Well, I I still do it, but I'm not doing videos anymore. uh, Well, you should. Just because of time.
0: Yeah. Well, I...
3: Yeah, I flip items from usually thrift stores, antique
0: auctions. I do that on the side. I have a full-time yeah well that's called having you know supplemental income there's nothing wrong with that i do the same kind of stuff with radios and vintage electronics so i was kind of interested to see the stuff you were uh, flipping around was was totally different than the stuff i do but the same philosophy applies find stuff you know about that you can get cheap yeah. and turn it around and make some money on it
3: yeah i i live near the ski resorts in southern california and so i find a lot of like ski stuff and snowboarding stuff like that, clo- like expensive clothing jackets for the leading to the ski
0: that's really cool man uh, yeah.
3: yeah yeah it's not bad hmm. it, it
0: helps out so were you ever up to uh, no good when you were young and playing on the phone or had they already invented caller ID by the time you got around to that age no yeah I was the same way
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm in my 40s Oh, yeah, see, so you're like us, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that was the way you had fun back then. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh,
3: you used to be able to call that number and get the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was that number? I forgot the number, but you call it, and there would be a lady on the other end telling me the date and the time.
0: Yep, I remember that.
3: Yeah. Oh, what was that? Uh,
2: yep, yep, I remember that, too. I just cannot remember the number.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I forget the number.
0: Just call that. Oh, and just go through the, the Y pages on the phone. That's, yeah, that's what we used to do is just oh, yeah. find the names. And, and, you know, without caller ID and before cell phones and all that stuff, people used to answer. I don't care what time yeah. it was. Yeah. We would
3: ask them, is your refrigerator running? Yeah.
0: I love it yeah good times man I miss that I think kids these days never gonna have that experience you know, now now they, they're not yeah you know they all see exactly who it is and they never answer anyway so
2: right see when we were younger before I met Eric we used to do the pizza we used to call and act like we were a pizza restaurant asking if they ordered this pizza and then when they said no we were like oh you gotta pay anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: poor man's ways uh, chiming in saying flipping is good it sure is man you should definitely make a video on that too man it's a uh, I, I mean, I've been doing it for probably the better part of ten years. I won't even I won't even tell you all how much money I've made on eBay in the last ten years, but uh, a, a pretty much a good part time job, you know. For if you yeah. you know, and if you're looking, maybe you want to buy something that's not really in the budget. It's a great way to make it in the budget by creating a new no, a new budget. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean you
3: can make as much as you want.
1: Yeah. I know people
3: yeah. that do uh, thrift store flipping. You know from uh, buying stuff in thrift stores I mean, flipping on eBay and making six figures
0: you know? yeah if especially you know and I think that's the biggest thing that, that uh, keeps me back from making more money is that I have such a narrow limited scope of things that I know about uh, that when I you know I, I don't I wouldn't know what clothing would be worth and, and that was kind of interesting watching your stuff there was a hat that you had sold it was worth quite a bit of money and I was just like wow who knew and, uh, yeah. you know, I wouldn't know what I'm looking at, but I, I found it really interesting that, you know, the stuff I look at is, like I said, kind of vintage electronics and old computer parts, stuff like that that I just happen to know about because I was kind of a, grew up with that stuff. But as far as, like, an- true antiques, I mean, there are probably people that, you know, the goodwill stuff that's worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars every day, and I just don't recognize it when I see it.
3: Right, yeah. Yeah, one of the items I found was- of mine probably the most uh, money I made off of one item was a uh, um, an old engine um, so basically it was used in a chainsaw It was a chainsaw engine uh, from a famous company I think it was like McCoy or something like that and uh, but the, the people would turn these engines and use them into uh, go-kart uh, for go-kart racing oh cool Huh. So I, I bought a box of uh, there's just like a, a a milk crate with like engine parts and it had one full engine that was like you know, you know like new old stock basically from the 70s and uh, I, I bought the entire crate at the, my local antique auction for like 45 dollars and the one engine sold for like
0: 1200.
3: Oh my gosh! Wow! Wow! Yeah. Holy like, smokes! And, and then the other. Partial engine turned out to be from a Vespa from like you know, from '70s or something like that,
0: and I think I sold that for like three
3: or four hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, so forty-five dollars, like fifteen hundred
2: bucks. That's a, that's a heck of a return on that investment.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, Jamaica Dogs chiming in that his brother-in-law gets things from auctions as well. He got a box of belt buckles and sold one of them for six hundred bucks. He only paid five dollars for the whole box. So yeah, they're out there. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely. The bell buckles, I actually have a collection of
3: those from uh, like the 70s. Uh, and they're all like the same company, the exact same design, but they have like these labels on them of different bands. So I have like maybe six or seven that are from Kiss. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, and those stuff are like five or six hundred.
0: Man. I've got to start shutting up on this stuff. I'm missing out on a whole different uh, lifestyle here.
3: Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Just, yeah, I'm just holding on to those until you know they pass away, and then yeah, th- they'll be worth a lot, lot more. Oh yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, the, I mean, they're
3: dated like 1970 to 1977, all through the seventies.
0: Yeah. The uh, top three best finds I ever had uh, picking was. Uh, I got a Atari cartridge in the original box with the manual and everything. I paid $3 for it and sold it for $425. It was an extremely rare Atari cartridge, apparently. Uh, That was about 10 years ago. And then uh, recently, oh man, it was killer. And you know what? I I looked at it and didn't think anything of it. And my wife said, isn't that rare? (laughs) I thought, yeah, I think it is. Because, you know, they they all kind of blend together when there's so many names and stuff. So I right. bought it, and I figured for that price, you know, maybe I'd make $5, $10. But it turns out it was something right before Atari went out of business, and they only made a, a several hundred copies, and they were only available through mail order. So it was quite valuable. Um, wow. I made a killing on that one. It actually sold, and I had to ship it all the way over to uh, Europe somewhere. Yeah. And uh, the other one was just last year at, uh, uh, gosh, what's the name of that flea market I go to every year? Hillsville in Virginia. I found a uh, TRS-80 Model 100, which was like the original laptop computer. The guy oh,
3: said...
0: The, uh, Tandy from Radio. Tandy, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought it for $5, and a and, uh, guy said it didn't work, but I got it home. This thing was com- super clean, and there was just a little switch on the back that you needed to flip, and it came to life. I played with it for a couple weeks, and then decided I was going to sell it, and turned $5 into 150 in about a half hour. I mean, it, it somebody used Buy It Now on that one, and I thought, man, that's, I wish I could do that every day.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the first computer we bought was a tandy, man, and we took it back after a couple of days. It was so clunky and just so, uh, i never forget, we bought it from Radio Shack, the first household computer. It was expensive, too.
0: Oh, man, yeah. They, yeah, they all were back in those days.
3: Yeah, that's why I also had one, uh, TRS something, i guess
0: they X number
3: but uh, yeah your backup was
0: uh, a cassette tape yeah yep, yep. <laughs> and, and,
3: and that's why I first learned coding I, I, I still work in IT which but, cool uh, but back in the day you would buy these books for games but the game was just you had to freehand free text all the uh, code the entire code into the computer and then store it on the tape <laughs> and, and you could run the tape and play the game.
0: Incredible. Yeah, those were the yeah. days. Yeah. It's a little different now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a little. Just a smidge. Oh, Waverly's chiming in that he bought a Cubist-style painting at a yard sale for $125. Sold it at a mid-level auction house for 4200 Waverly, I think you took the cake with that one. That is huge money right wow. there. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I'm getting some comments that uh, they're not hearing either one of you guys very well, and that's unfortunate. I've got the music or the volume turned up as loud as I can on my end. So I'm sorry to everyone out there. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a perfect science, but uh, we're working on it.
3: Yeah. I can see if I can turn it up on my end here.
0: There you go. There we go. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully that makes it a little better for it, but yeah, it's kind of an interesting topic. It's funny. Poor man's ways. This is uh it just ties right into your channel and, and kind of my lifestyle and I'm sure yours from the looks of it that, you know, as... Uh, you have to be creative, you know. If you're, if you're not... Uh, uh, you know what? Screw that. Even if you are moderately successful or, or fairly successful in life, there is absolutely no reason you can't go out and do stuff like this to supplement your income. And, uh, and I've been doing it for years and I, there's no plan in, of mine to stop doing that. And it sounds like you're doing that too and and that's just great I mean it's just a great way to make extra money I use that money to kind of fuel my hobbies so uh, it's not really in the budget so when I do make a good score like that and I have that little extra cash well I can I can play with that money and that's that's kind of nice
2: yeah most definitely man it's the best way to the best way to do it and keep everything playing right yeah,
0: yeah. most definitely think we might have you, you know lost your friend mr jb i think so yeah no i'm sorry i was i
3: must
0: have been on mute or something okay
2: anyway. can you hear me
0: yep yeah, yeah you got yeah, you back yeah. here but yeah that's uh it's just a good way to make a living you know as far as extra income always about extra income myself because you never know when your primary source of money might run out <laughs> people definitely wake up and lose jobs and
3: yeah, you know? definitely. There was a period that I was, uh, got laid off. Uh, so I was unemployed for about four months and I was doing eBay full time. Yeah. Doing it. yeah. And, uh, you know, between that and unemployment checks, uh, you know, we keep, made it through
0: it. Keeps you going. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I did the same kind of thing when we moved up here uh, to do the whole farming thing. My wife was able to transfer, but I, I was working for a private shop at the time and, and, uh, to come up here I had to I had to leave that job so I got they were nice enough they gave me unemployment you know they even though I even though I gave notice and quit they they I've been there for so many years they were kind enough to do that for me and uh and then they said uh you know I got up here and that's the first thing I did was start going to Goodwills and yard sales every Saturday morning and, and like you said between the two I think I was unemployed for about two and a half months and and it kept me going in between so yeah yeah
3: Definitely a good uh, second source of income. And yeah, and, you know, wow. what I like about it is you don't really have to deal with people. You know, yeah. You <laughs> basically have a retail shop, but you don't really, there's none of that face to face interaction. You don't have to deal with people's attitudes or things. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, it, you box it up and send it. That's it.
0: Yeah. You know. uh, oh, Night Owl is saying that she has a beanie baby worth $6,000. and. And uh, Jamaica Dog has got the exact uh, uh, comment that I would have. That baby, baby would be out the door. I wouldn't be sitting on that anymore. I'd say it's time to sell high.
2: too.
0: Poor Man's way saying, plus your items may be good for barter as well. I have definitely done that. I've traded a lot of stuff over the years. You know, if I have, uh, I have, I'm, you know, obviously... I'm into mowers. I'm into garden tractors, things like that. So I'll fix them up, or I come across once, and and the ones that are too far gone, I take the parts off, and I'll, I'll trade repairing somebody else's mower for a parts mower in a heartbeat. So that has also been, uh, kind of, uh, lucrative for me. In fact, I have just got another mower here this weekend. So now I have two to play with. I'm going to be doing some videos on turning one of those into a, a new kind of. I'm going to try to build a Jeep out of one, not a real Jeep, but like a, a toy Jeep. So. That'll be this this summer's project since I didn't get a project car this winter.
3: Yeah, that Yugo looked like that. it was an interesting project.
0: Oh man, I loved that thing. It was so much fun. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I always everyone always talks about how terrible those cars are, and I just I just had to know for myself because I really did want one of those when I was younger. You know, it was a very inexpensive car. It was something I thought I could afford. I ended up getting a Volkswagen Rabbit instead, but uh, never never forgot about that car, and came across one that that winter, and man, it was a great it was a great winter project. Drove it a couple months, and I'm not kidding you when I tell you this. I got more people stopping, more people looking, more people wanting to talk to me about that car than any other car I've driven, and probably you got more questions and more comments about that car than you would have if you were driving a Ferrari through town. It was just that much of an eye-catch for people to be like, holy cow. Either they'd had one, they knew somebody that had one, or they were just amazed to see one this far in the future.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. I I just remember all those cars you used to... You were were projecting cars left and right back in the day, man. You You always had something going
0: on. Yeah, I was... When I lived in the Raleigh area, you know, it was a much larger market. I liked to flip cars, so I would buy... Cars that were, you know, destroyed or had bad motors or transmissions, and I'd fix them up and flip them. And I still do that up here, just not as often um, because it's a much smaller pool of people to uh, to sell to. And and kind of like uh, <laughs> what he was just saying that you know, I, I don't really like the dealing with the customer part. Sometimes selling a car can be a real pain in the butt. And in fact, the the you know the sad ending to the Yugo saga is the guy that bought that car from me after I put all that time and effort into it, and really was proud of my work, um, was very displeased with uh, the car. He, I don't know what he was expecting. I thought I had advertised it uh, and videoed it and made... I mean, I went out of my way to document every inch of that thing. But uh, he got back to... He bought it, drove all the way out to, uh, from Oklahoma to get it, took it all the way back, had it for a couple of weeks, and then... Really kind of harassed me for a good solid month trying to uh, uh, renegotiate after the sale, which was really strange. And and I offered to take the car back full price, but uh, he didn't want he didn't want to sell the car back to me. He just wanted me to give him back his money and keep the car. I guess so. I don't know what his deal was, but um, he probably wasn't He was just trying to hamstring. It. And, yeah, and uh, it sold through uh, eBay, and, and they indicated to me that that sounded like maybe it was kind of a scam, but uh, it was very uh, it was very stressful, it was very unfortunate, and, uh, of course, he left negative feedback, and, uh, you know, it, it was just a tough, tough sell, and it, it kills me because there were probably a hundred other people that would have loved that car and would have been very happy with it, but uh, I sold it to the one guy on earth that wasn't, apparently. Wow. Yeah, they
2: always say in the business world there's 5% of people you cannot please regardless of what you do So definitely you know, not do business with them
0: yeah you know you just can't spot them before, before the sale you spot them after the sale sometimes So
3: yeah that's kind of a bad thing about clothes a lot of times I know it's probably about 5% of my stuff got returned due to um, the size sizing issues yeah You know, sometimes an extra large, you know, amongst different brands can mean different things. So it's.
0: I have noticed for guys, it's like the size is the size. But yeah, for women, my wife says that too. She's, you know, one size will fit in one brand of clothing and not in another and. I guess we're just lucky on the guy side. It says it's a lot. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I never sold women's clothes. You know, that'd be kind of odd going through Goodwill. <laughs> I'd probably get some strange looks, right? Here.
1: Don't judge me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh.
0: very interesting conversation this evening. Totally
2: the bras out of the $5 bin <laughs> yeah. for elasticity you know
0: oh well, this is comfortable oh
3: man <laughs> oh you know I, I do have a CB question i like to ask awesome
0: let's hear it <clears throat> I've
3: noticed I've run across a couple of videos on YouTube where they're actually sending text messages via CB, CB software and, and then like a, a special dongle that you connect your laptop and uh to cb
0: very interesting okay so i actually have a video uh in the stack maybe i'll upload it tomorrow so i've never heard of that particular method but there is a way from the old days of ham radio that i used to use back before the internet really took off that's called um Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. And I just made a video about it. How's that for brain lift, brain fart here? But it's uh it's literally like a BBS over ham radio and uh I made a video cuz I had a person ask me they're in a foreign country and they wanted to know if they could do that same setup over CB band instead of ham band. And the answer is yes, you can. Um but I've not, uh, you know, it's not legal here in the United States, but it's, it's probably legal in another one. So if somebody's doing that, they're experimenting, so they're they're playing with it. And of course, I doubt anyone's going to care. I think technically, it would be considered illegal to transmit uh, digitally on CB, but I'm not positive on that. It certainly is possible though. So the basically the idea is that you're using, you're using your hand, your your CB radio, and you wire it up to the equipment of a modem, but really, at this point, you just use your sound card because the computer's fast enough to emulate the hardware that you need. Uh, and So you're using your sound card, and yeah, you can can use it as pretty much like an old-school BBS, so a teletype or a, you know, telex-type program would be able to send and receive messages. Technically, you could probably send and receive files at a very slow baud rate. So uh, it's really cool, and I actually... It's surprising that you bring that up because you're the second person in a month. So maybe I'm just not hip on what's going on in the industry right now. But apparently it's kind of gotten popular again or people are experimenting with it again. But I'll make it tomorrow's video so you can watch it. And uh, I cannot believe that for the life of me. I can't think of what the name of that technology is. I've used it. Let me see here. I'm looking up the video right now. Let's see where it is. Uh, Gosh. Gosh.
3: Well the video I was watching looked like so it looked like it was some open source software. It was basically a codec. Yeah. So it would code and then decode. So it's going I guess it's going from digital from your computer through the software. The software decodes it into analog and then it gets transmitted Yep. Through CB.
0: That's exactly it. It's called Packet Radio. I have just remembered what it was called. Yeah, I think that's it. A- Packet Radio, yep. So it's uh, it's been around for ages. I've never heard of anybody using it on CB until this person sent me an email, and now you're the second person in less than a month asking me about it. So apparently people are, you know, the bands are dead enough. Right now Skip is dead. A lot of people aren't talking uh, locally. You know, you may have one or two channels with some people on it at, at most. So there's a wide open spectrum there for you to play with. And I personally don't think that that's really a big issue if you want to play with that. So a packet radio kit that you would use for any ham radio would work fine on CB, and uh, and it would do that. Yeah, you can send messages back and forth. You can send files back and forth. Very slow baud rate. And uh, yeah. the reason it's so slow is not just because... Yeah, <laughs> Jamaican Dog saying we're, we're with the FVC, FCC, yeah. So uh, the reason it's so slow is because of error correction. So if you remember back in the days with modems... You know, the faster modems got, uh, the more you, know, you get to 56k modems, but they wouldn't ever actually connect to 56k because uh, you know there's line noise and dropouts and stuff like that. Right. So when you're talking about uh, CB radio, the, obviously that's way worse. You know, unless you're you know communicating maybe in a mile range, uh, you're going to have static, you're going to have dropouts, you're going to have maybe interference from another channel, whatnot. So the packet radio software is designed really to like. I don't even know how many times it checks it, but it like quadruple or checks every bit that comes through to make sure that it's you know, did it was it the same thing. So uh uh,
3: a checksum is what they call it.
0: Okay, yeah, exactly. So there's that's what's going on there. But yeah, man, I'm I actually in making the video I looked up a lot of stuff, it brought back a lot of memories and I think I'd like to uh like to try to do that, but you know, on C B technically it's it's illegal. I can't remember the exact reason, but I think it's considered encoded messaging. So you're not allowed to tr- transmit a code in CB. Um, mm. So I think that's the technical reason why it's illegal. But I'm sure that somebody out there, when I post this video tomorrow, will probably crawl up my you-know-what so far uh, that you'll have the every answer you ever want to know on that. Because let me tell you, <laughs> some of these ham radio folks, man, they just... They don't have a sense of humor. I tell you what. Yeah,
3: I know. Yes, what? I well.
0: Yeah, I got some videos. It's that...
3: too too formal. But that's why I don't use it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing against ham radio whatsoever, but uh, there are some folks out there that definitely uh, need to get out and get some fresh air in life. So, All right. Um, that's been interesting, but yeah, I'll tell you what. Tomorrow morning, you check on the Farpoint channel, and there'll be a little thing about uh, packet radio and kind of the history of it and so on and so forth, man. So, oh,
3: okay, great. Yeah,
0: yeah. that'll be interesting to see. Very interesting question, man. It's just weird that I keep hearing that. I guess that's, maybe there's uh, been a resurgence in that. Or I'll bet you what's happened is maybe somebody's come up with some new software uh, that's making it a little easier than it was back in the day, and I'll have to look into that. My yeah, problem. There's a
3: couple of videos already on YouTube about it. That's how I ran across it.
0: Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's very cool.
2: That's actually very interesting. I didn't know anything about that.
0: Yeah, Jason, I know you used uh, BBS's back in the day, right?
2: I used to love BBS. Man, Red Baron was my jam. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I used I used to take the pictures they had and I sold them to schoolmates for a dollar because they always had naked pictures of what were supposed to be
0: celebrities. Yeah.
2: So I'd turn them out and be like, "Oh, this is Tiffany Amber Thiessen, man. Here you go." And I, I used to make bank on that stuff.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Holy cow, that's great. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's there. Uh, Another really cool thing that exists in ham radio that hardly anyone uses anymore, and if you want to Google it, I bet you this could also maybe work on CB, but I I don't know if the bandwidth is high enough, but um, it's slow scan TV. If you want to Google that after the show, that's an interesting one to look at. And It was, um, you know, you think TV and you're thinking moving pictures, but, it really was kind of like, it almost acted like a fax, but it was a color picture that would come in on, uh, uh, you know, so you would hook this up, operated very similar to packet radio, and uh, as a signal, these people would transmit pictures. Sometimes it would be a picture of their station, sometimes it would be a nudie picture, sometimes it would be, you know, just random stuff, a picture of a dog or a cat or a duck or whatever, and a lot of times it had the call sign of whoever was sending it. So... uh also an interesting technology that's kind of faded away I don't know that anybody's still using that but um, oh wow poor man's ways saying slow scan TV is popular here on two meters so wow wow okay so there are still people using that cool yeah it's a really oh. it's neat it's something definitely worth looking into and there's probably some YouTube videos on you know just to get an idea of what it looks like or what it was like back when when you know when it was more popular but I do remember playing with that when I was you know, young and before the internet and thinking just how awesome it was. Of course, I got into it, uh, I think I got a magazine that talked about slow scan and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have my own TV station, which is, well, well, I have my own TV station now, it's right here right now, but um, that was like a dream of mine, you know, to have like a, a TV station, so when I heard slow scan TV, I thought, oh yeah, this is me, but it turned out it was a whole lot of money for a whole lot of equipment that did a whole very little thing, so... uh other than receiving a few pictures uh, right at the birth of the internet, I don't think I ever really got too too far into it. So, uh, right. Hmm. Uh, poor man's ways. Also saying we'll fall under noise making like Roger Beep screeching. Yeah, okay. So the FCC's kind of, you know, they're they're really not really interested in CB. But if you piss them off enough, they definitely will still take notice and and come after you. Uh, years ago, or about three years ago, I made a video on CB amps. Because I have a lot of requests from people wanting me to cover that. And it's just covering the topic. And I swear I had people threatening my lives and uh, multiple people reported me to the FCC. So uh, there's just wow. this whole subculture on the ham bands that are just, uh, just some strange dudes. So I, I just kind of avoid... This is like I'm talking about uh, this stuff tomorrow that I post up there. It's just like kind of the history of it. So hopefully I won't step on too many toys. but I guarantee you, you check out the comment section. There'll be some people blasting me for it. Hall monitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it is. Oh. Uh, well, that's that's kind of interesting though. That's that's what yeah, a, I've
3: never heard of the SSTV.
0: Yeah, it's worth it's worth looking at. It's kind of funny. In yeah. fact, there is a. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely some apps that are available. You know, again, so much has changed technology-wise where um where the power of a computer is so strong that instead of having to have all the specialty hardware, it's all done through software now. So, what would have cost a whole lot of money to do back in the, you know, the 80s and early 90s, you know, now as long as you have a sound card, it pretty well could do all the decryption and all the you know, conversions from whatever signal is being sent to to what you need to see. So I do love that about it, and it kind of makes me wish, uh, you know, that I was getting back into it. But uh, too many hobbies, not enough money, not enough time at this point, so...
3: Yeah. No, I mean, the old-school technology is still
0: interesting. I mean, even
3: like, uh, what are those called? Uh, Number stations. Aren't they still in use? Yeah, they
0: are, yeah. So that stuff is really freaky. Um, Number stations are... Usually, well, the best going theory is that it's government use and it's to contact uh, agents in the field because right. you don't need any special, you don't need anything special. As long as you have a radio that can do shortwave, you can be listening to it. And so if you're caught with a shortwave radio, that's not really a crime. It's not really suspicious. So, uh, yeah, short that, that's that's a thing. And sometimes they'll change up the numbers, which is kind of weird, but... We really don't know what that's all about, other than somebody on the other end of the world is listening to that, and I'll bet you, people's lives are affected by those numbers in a in a very weird way, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Well, there's a movie about uh, from uh, I think it was the early 2000s, I think.
0: That that covers the number stations.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an action movie with uh, who's that guy? Let me look it up here real quick. Number stations movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually a really good movie. Uh, yeah, it was called The Number Stations, 2013, with uh, John Cusack.
0: Oh, really, Cusack? Okay.
3: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Was ah, I like it. Really good.
0: Yeah, I'll have to really check that out. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, I've got a comment from Mickey P. What's going on, Eric? Says he's a longtime fan. Good to see that, Mickey. And uh, he has a quick question: When is the best time to shoot skip or receive it? Still a newbie with CB, but you definitely sparked my interest. Well, I'm glad to hear that, man. Welcome to the hobby. So right now, my
2: interest is sparked over here
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, right now, I'll be honest with you. Skip has been extremely limited or mostly dead for uh, for quite a few weeks, and it's kind of sad. But we're in what's called a lull in the solar cycle, and uh, solar activity is what causes skip to occur. And I'll make a video about that. It's actually about halfway filmed, but I'm still working on it. And anyway the best time of, uh, uh, depends on the time of year but this time of year early morning and uh, right at dusk are your best chances for shoot and skip this this time of year in the summertime uh, in the evenings is better but you know in the middle of winter like you can sometimes catch it all day you know it's just it's just weird how it works but uh, I'll, I'm gonna make a video on that Mickey but to answer your question in the short version that that's where your best times are right now. Unfortunately, it's just been awfully dead. So uh, if you don't hear anything or don't see anything, <laughs> uh, just hang in there and don't give up on the hobby yet. It's just you just hit it at a bad time, man. In another month or two, hopefully things will start to pick back up again, and and we'll go from there, man. But uh, Jamaica Dogs chiming in that he got a uh, an old school amp himself, getting 200 watts out of there. Cool beans there. So uh, you know, there's at this point in time, there's no reason not to have an amp if you want one. Except for the fact that it's illegal, but it's it's probably not doing any harm. So I'm going to leave that. Well, that's conversation. right.
2: No reason except it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> damn that whole illegal part. <laughs> anyway, that's that. So, Jason, I'm probably in, in, totally uh, hogging the conversation tonight. Anything you want to talk about, man? Chime in, please.
2: <laughs> Good. I'm listening, learning, and. Uh... I'm a listener tonight. I love it. It's
0: great. <laughs> well, I should probably be doing the. If we're going to talk CBs, I should probably be doing this over at the Farpoint page because, uh, boy, they'd be pouring in. Man, I've had a couple shows where I had over a hundred listeners because there's folks that definitely have questions about radio and uh, and apparently, as one of my listeners told me, I'm the professor of CB. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I got that one out of. I'm not sure how I ended up that way, but that that's the it's case. Just
2: open lines, it's, it's, it's all about what everyone was talking
0: about.
2: Mhm. That's what happens at open lines.
0: Yep. Mickey P says I'm not giving up. I just got the Antron A99 for my base station, and I'm more than pleased. Can't wait to see the video. Uh, been waiting for that. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Jamaica Dogs chiming in. If FCC shows up, he's saying his name's Eric. Great man. They're already on the lookout. Thanks to Couple of very strange, strange YouTubers out there that were. I swear, if you ever look at my videos and see thousands of thumbs down on uh, any CB video, I can pretty well tell you, ham radio man, it's like, why can't we all just get along? But I guess that's not going to be the case. But right. yeah, um, Mickey, good. I'm glad to hear you're not going to give up. Antron's a great antenna. You sh- you'll love that, man. It'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, man.
3: Yeah, I'm still using a, uh. 102 inch uh, whip antenna on my roof <laughs>
0: hey that works good though that's how yeah. i yeah i used that for a long time yeah so uh in fact my uh i had uh, somebody stopped me in a parking lot uh, last week i was driving my truck and it still got a 102 whip on the back of my truck probably the last one in town to have that and a guy stopped me and said man is that uh you know you, you got cb i said yeah and we had about a 20 minute conversation as all my groceries got warm in the sun. Uh, as he was telling me all about his old days and using CB and how he used to have one of those on his car. And so sometimes uh, having an antenna on the back of your car is a conversation starter. Is was all right, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm using a fire stick of mine, a uh, four foot on my truck. And uh, I mean, it doesn't, the range isn't that great. Probably three miles, maybe four. But It's um, not bad, yeah. I've yeah, actually heard. Mostly I use it like if I'm on a long. Sometimes I, I drive home to Texas from California. So there, there's areas where there's no cell coverage.
0: Yeah. Well, that's uh, how it is out here. We don't have cell coverage here at the house. There's a lot of places uh, that just. It's so rural. They just don't have towers. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I love that, though. You know, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm probably. I don't think I'm a technophobe in any way or shape, but I, I have never embraced the cell phone uh i just guess i was such a late adopter to it that i got to watch other people go from using it as a tool to almost seeming like it was a bit of an addiction and i right. still see that and, and uh i don't know i guess cuz of that i've never just i've just never embraced it but it it does it does weird me out i don't know
3: yeah you know, i'm not a huge fan of cell phones i mean i have to use them like my uh password for work is generated Every day, or every, every time I log onto the network from my phone, yeah. So I have to. Well, use it's, a uh,
0: it's become a, a, a necessity in life. There was a, I had to go to a, a training for a job, and uh, I was required to have a cell phone so that I could log into the classes. And I thought, man, that... <laughs> really? You know, this, uh, I don't know. There was something about that that just really bothered me. Um, there was no way to do it from a laptop or from a desktop. You had to have it, uh, from a phone, Android or, uh, or an iPhone or iTunes or whatever it's called. So, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess it's the way it is, but I mean, it's the, and you know, not to get sidetracked on it, but the, the freaking tracking, you know, is also just rubs me so wrong and that, that everyone's just like, ah, it's okay that it listens to me. Yeah. It's okay that it tracks every move I make. Yeah. It's Okay. What do I care? Yeah. At least I can get my Facebook updates repeatedly throughout the day, so I'm okay. So, I don't yeah, know. Recent, this is interesting. Recently, I started using this uh, that service from
3: Walmart Grocery where you order online, and then you, when you go to pick it up, you just park in a special parking spot, and they bring it to your car. Do you, I don't know if you guys have it there. I didn't uh, know that, no. Oh yeah, we,
2: we, use that, we use that
3: stuff all the time, man. it is very convenient. It's yeah, it is. But the the app on the phone, uh, it tells you to check in. It sends me a text message when uh, my order is ready for pickup. And then I click on it, and then they're like, okay, we know you're on your way. And then once I pull into the uh, parking spot, they know I'm there.
0: Oh, really? Auto. phone? yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did that? I always just called the number on the sign
0: when I got there. But I mean, it's like you can (laughs) that way. Yeah, y'all can see it's a positive to it. There are positives to all this stuff, but it just doesn't seem right, does it? That being the tracking part. Yeah, just like I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Just yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: That that tracking part scares me because I swear your phone's sitting there on the table, and you can be talking about something with somebody else.
0: And then five minutes later, you pick it up and there's an ad
2: for it right there on the phone, that
3: that
0: freaks me out. First I, yeah, I have had that happen. What's <laughs> voodoo? Yeah, I've
3: I, I've, heard, I've never had it happen to me, but I've heard of that for sure. That's that's spooky. It
2: happens all the time.
0: Huh. crazy. Well, it's a little over the hour mark. Uh, you guys want to take a break?
3: Yeah. yeah
0: uh, all right. Other people can call in. So. Well, hey, I appreciate you calling in, man. It's always great to hear you, and uh, <laughs> I had a good time. Like I said, tonight's uh, tonight because everything kind of failed, we're just open lining it. We're just we're just shooting the poop, so we're just having a good time here. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, probably won't go the full two hours, but we're gonna play a song, and uh, we'll come back and and talk some more. Sounds good. great. Right. Right. Take care, man. I hope to hear you next week. Well, not next week because I'll be out, but maybe you can call Jason. And if not, see you again in two weeks.
3: All right. Yeah, I'll give uh, Jason a call next week.
0: Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I probably just hung up on Jason as well. But I'll tell you what, Jason, I'll call you back when we come back from the break because I'm sure you're still listening somewhere out there. We're going to go ahead and, of course, it's – oh, there he is. Uh, How do I answer that? Let's see. There we go. Hey man, you back? Oh, there we go. There you I'm go back yet. Okay, sorry about that. I kind of hung up on everyone when I hung up on one of them. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh we're going to play a song. You know what, man? We're going to play two songs cuz I uh I got to get something to drink. Uh, this is Marky Shaw. We're going to play Stars Horizon and then uh, back it up with my favorite of Marky's songs other than the Point Farm theme song, which I totally dig. Uh, Stars Horizon and The Whisperers right here on 1670 Wasted Radio. We'll be back.
1: This is 1670 Wasted Radio. This is the Midnight Cafe. I dream about turning on airplane mode On my cellular phone vacation i get is honey dinner's ready and set so we packed our bags and we headed east driving to the shore to say the least cause we've had enough of the busy life bringing us down i want the feeling in my heart there's something more i want to see the sunset See the moon and the stars rising, smell the wood of the campfire burning, gonna leave all my worries back in the city and spend time with my family and friends, life's too short to sit around and pity. sharing pine trees the great outdoors is the best medicine for me food and drink with all the good people spreading generosity i want the feeling in my heart there's something more i want to see the sunset over the big i want to see the moon and the stars arising smells
2: Well, I'm guessing the second song didn't play, so um, I'm here with everybody. I hope you guys are here. Eric, are you going to kick on the second song?
0: I'm sorry, I'm back, but I don't oh, know. Of course, it, it, it broke. Not of course, but
2: I, I've got to share something with everybody, okay? This is directly ties into the show, and this actually kind of pisses me off. Well, not pisses me off, but so you remember the episode of the Mandela Effect, Correct. Mm-hmm. so I have a, uh, a Discord server it's, I don't know people who are familiar with Discord but it's like a place for gamers they can all get together and chat or whatnot. and I'm watching it during the break and, someone, and there's a few people on my server playing trivia well there was a question that said uh, what's the iconic line from Star Wars uh, where Luke is revealed or Darth Vader reveals to Luke and one answer is Luke I am your father or no I am your father no, I am your father was the correct answer.
0: Not right. That's yeah, wrong. No,
2: it's wrong. It's absolutely completely wrong. Mandela effect. I'm telling you. It's in the
0: works. It's true. I'm people blaming it on the D-Wave. Crap, people got it right. Yeah. I don't understand that crap. <laughs> I swear. I it, it's, you know, it, it's kind of funny until you really spend some time thinking about it. And then you're like, no, seriously, though, it's that's not right.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not playing obviously cuz I'm on uh, on here I was just watching it. I just, I saw the question pop up I'm like, "Hmm, interesting. I wonder how this is going to play out." Very strange. But it's no, I am your father according to uh according to the rest of the world right now.
0: Uh. All right, man, it's your turn. Talk to me. What what interests you, Jason?
2: Ah, uh, well, I'm I'm a little interested about by, by most everything, to be honest with you. I'm more of a I know we were talking about near-death experiences before we got up on here. That definitely uh, interests me in a sense. Hell yeah. You know, just the, the thought of that, whether it's our brain's way. I guess the brain is what interests me the most.
0: You ever, seen a, like this. You ever seen a real close-up picture of the brain, like it, the molecular structure of the brain? I have, yes. It looks just like the universe, doesn't it? It does. Makes you it wonder. It
2: absolutely does. And, and you can't help but wonder, all this phenomena we see, all this, everything that happens to us, the stuff we discuss on the show originates from that very specific time.
0: Yeah. I, uh, this is kind of depressing, but <laughs> I just wonder about all the other animals on Earth. You know, we say, we, well, we're, we're uh, sentient or we're conscious beings. We're other, they don't. Some religions say that animals don't have souls, and so they don't think or they they operate off of instinct only. I don't know who the hell those people are, but they're obviously idiots. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Anybody who spent more than three or four seconds with an animal uh, up close will know that they they think and they reason and they, they probably feel and everything else, too. So. Oh, no, they
2: do. They do it a lot better than we do, if you ask me.
0: Yeah. Well, it makes you wonder what's going on in their mind. If we could somehow have that conversation, I wonder if they probably would have some of the answers that we so desperately seek.
2: And, and I think they may, and I, I think we're asking too many questions, to be honest with you. I think that they've got it down to simplicity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, stop looking so hard. Just enjoy what yeah. you got. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You might might be right about that, man. I
2: was I was talking with someone about this. I, um, I know a girl who does a podcast, and she'd asked me to come on and do one with her. We were talking about generational shifts, <clears throat> and it came up in the topic, and the thought was that you know, a lot of stuff changed since the 60s and the 70s. You know, people's ideas shift and what's oh. right and wrong has shifted. And, you know, definitely. And it really makes you think about perception. I mean, really, what's right and wrong now today is determined by the best salesperson out there. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about it, that is almost an instinct of survival. Like, we're not much different than the wolves out there eating sheep. I agree. If you think about it. Yeah. It's kind of weird to put it in that perspective for me. I agree. Who can con you the best, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And everyone, in my opinion, the general public
0: has a need to follow. Like, no one, there's not many leaders out there. So, yeah. Uh, Mickey P saying he loves animals and they do have their own conscience and a soul, but some of them are mighty tasty. No doubt, dude. I'm not, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian. I, I raise animals and I get to know them and then I kill them and eat them. So I, I know exactly where you're coming from there. Uh, but as I get older and I spend more time with some of these farm animals and some, obviously I've had pets and, and I know, you know, Jason, you probably have too over the years yep. that, uh, you know, you look at them and you can't help but realize that, uh. Even uh, you know a cow or a goat or a pig or a chicken. Even a chicken, who I consider to be one of the <laughs> less least intelligent animals I've ever come across. I mean, they they don't have a whole lot going on. But even a chicken uh, develops a bit of a personality. Each chicken that I have a you know when I have them well when I pay attention to them enough that I can notice that some chickens are brave and some chickens are not brave and some are. Uh, you know, more willing to interact with humans than others, and it's just a lot of things like that. That you look at an animal with a very simple brain and, and see that maybe it's not so simple a brain after all. Maybe it's just yeah. we just can't see the intelligence in them. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're just—I mean, they would just put them beneath us. I and
2: mean, like you said, some will approach us, some won't. So they got to have different personalities. They got to be able to reason. They got to have the same kind of you know thoughts that we do in a sense.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I guess that's just the old, the old me talking there, but it, it I don't know, it just weirds me out, and and so I think, like, those, when we look again at nature, and we look at the animals that are on this planet, except for humans, they all seem to be in some kind of sync with the planet, uh, they're able to survive the hot and the cold climates that, uh, the areas that we live in produce, without the need to destroy or create massive, uh, you know, heating and cooling systems, you know, they might build themselves a nest or a burrow, but, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, uh, I've seen my chickens out uh, standing in, you know, foot-deep snow. And I've seen them out in a day when it was 90 degrees and hadn't rained in a week. And they they don't seem to be too f- too bothered by that, you know. And, and same, you don't know, think about deer. The deer are out in the summertime. They might have some ticks on them, but they're out there in the middle of summer chewing on the green leaves. And they're also out there in the middle of winter uh, with snow on their backs just doing their thing. You know, deep, deep foot snow rooting around looking for those leftover twigs and branches.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it is amazing to think
0: about how they're in tune with it, and they've somehow
2: figured out how to adapt to it without
0: destroying it. Jamaica Dogs pointing out a good one, yeah, that uh, animals do know north without a compass. That is correct. They apparently are much more in tune with the magnetic field of the earth. And, uh, you know, I just read something yesterday uh man uh, that uh was talking about how they think that there are some humans that can sense the magnetic field and i'm not i didn't read the article so i didn't didn't catch to see what the exact uh science behind it was but they need it you know that it would be in, it would be a very important skill to have for us to have a uh a better uh think of all the people that get lost in national parks and we, we talked about missing 411 and and how people just disappear because they get lost. They follow the sun, and the sun's tracking through the sky, or they just try to walk in a straight line and end up walking in a circle. We don't have that uh, sense of that magnetic field, do we? So, no, we don't, and that brings me back. I don't know if you remember the last show I talked about. Um, I talked to uh,
2: my in my job, we have a lot of former uh, veterans, uh, customers, and I was talking to him, and he was telling me that the, like the longer they stayed out in the field, they actually he actually felt himself grow more accustomed to that. And they felt like, like natural. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could smell stuff better. He could catch stuff downwind. He had better feelings. He could tell when it was about to rain. Like he just, you know, his body kind of adapted. So I think we've kind of done that to
0: ourselves. A heightened sense of awareness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, Hewlett Baker's chiming in. And when a dog sits in your lap and looks you in his eyes, you know there's something there. Definitely. You know, a dog uh, loves with that unconditional love where, and I, I haven't had a dog, uh, many, many, many years, but, uh, I have cats currently and, well, it's, uh, it's the same philosophy. I mean, they're a little more independent, but when they do give you, uh, when they do give you attention, you certainly, certainly feel it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jamaica dog. I don't know what's going on there. Jamaica dog. <laughs> looks like we have a budding love affair happening here. I think, I think <laughs> night owl might be, uh, Oh no, night! Owl. <laughs> Wait, a minute. Uh, he's looking for a night owl, but he's a cop. I don't know. Maybe he's been looking for <laughs> <clears throat> night owl. What did you do? <laughs> nah, you have no telling. With that, trust me. Oh man, Jamaica dog. I can't remember. Were you a were you a state trooper or were you a local PD? I, I can't remember. We've talked about this before, but I don't remember. Uh, Mickey Peas want to know: Have you ever thought about beekeeping, or are you currently? that's another really fascinating creature yeah Mickey P we definitely would love to uh <laughs> we would de- we definitely would love to raise bees however my wife is allergic so uh so I can't do it but we do have neighbors who do we trade uh, well we were talking about bartering earlier on we we do barter for uh, honey so we trade we trade uh Usually rabbits, we trade, uh, you know, fryer rabbits for for honey, so that kind of works out well. I, I missed the beginning of the conversation. So night owl prank called the cops twenty years ago, and that Jamaican dog has been looking for her ever since. So uh, case closed, big guy. Uh, we, we did a
2: bad prank call at one time. We uh, we prank called we prank called the Boys Town National Hotline.
0: You did what?
2: Yeah, God, I didn't tell you about that. No. Me and a buddy, we prank called the Boys Town National Hotline and told them that we were fed up. And everyone told us to do it. Our parents didn't care. And two hours later, a barrage of police officers come pulling into our
1: driveway. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, There's <laughs> certain <told> us, lines.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we crossed the line. They told us the only thing that kept them from busting the door down was the fact we were playing kickball in the front yard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God, I oh, so much trouble.
0: <laughs> I'll bet you got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining there was a spanking that came with that trip.
1: Oh
2: yeah. man! Oh man! Not a good idea. So when they tell you it's anonymous, they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: gosh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess. Don't mess with law enforcement. Well, I had a friend in high school. And this was again before, long before there was the uh, you know cell phones or anything, and he didn't even tell me. ...what he was going to do, but he said, hey man, when we get in the class, I'm going to pass a note to you, okay? Because I guess the teacher was one of these teachers who would catch kids passing notes, right? So, I didn't even know who was on the note, but he starts passing a note to me, and she doesn't catch it. So, we keep passing the stupid note back and forth until finally she notices. So, she takes it. I don't think anything of it. He's laughing his ass off. and I go to my next class, and about five minutes after I get in the class, I get promptly yanked out of class... Brought, oh. Yeah, brought down to the principal's office. So apparently, he had come up with some elaborate story about how it was like a a murder-suicide hoax or something like that. Oh, my God, man. They, oh. oh, dude. They, you know, they didn't believe. I'm like, I don't even know. I didn't know what was on the note, so I couldn't even. You know, they kept <laughs> asking me, you better tell us about this. And I'm like, I don't know. All I know is he kept telling me that he was going to pass a note to me, you know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. I caught a beating over that one. I'll tell you what, that was, (laughs) oh man, they wanted First they wanted me out of school. Then they wanted me to have to go to counseling. And then, you know, it took like half a day of being like, I honestly don't have any idea what the hell you people are talking about. Mm -hmm. Finally, they were like, all right, you know, but then they still called my parents and my parents were very, very unhappy about that one. Yeah, parents don't seem to like that. No. And it so wasn't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I know when you're a kid, nothing is ever your fault. But I swear, <laughs> it was not my fault. <sighs> no, I swear. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, not good. No. Not at all. <laughs> so,
2: we got anybody else brave enough to call in? Someone wants to show, share a story or an experience?
0: Yeah, this is kind of like Jason and I just sitting around reminiscing and you all are just sitting here listening to it. <laughs> it's been a very interesting show, I must say. I, I'm not sure what to make of this one. But you know what? This is kind of, i got to be honest, this is kind of what the Midnight Cafe was back in the day, wasn't it? It really was,
2: yeah. We had a little more uh, a little more direction and some uh, not-so-nice stuff we were doing, but
1: yeah.
2: it's, it's kind of what it was. Oh, boy. If, if we had a way to make prank calls, and that would truly be old 1670.
0: Indeed, it would. Indeed, it would. That and guests, like, you know, I, I've tried to get a couple guys uh, from work to come in and actually guests, you know, to be here to do some interviewing and stuff like that, like the old days. But, you know, people are old. Yeah. <laughs> Life is, yeah, you know. They don't get into it like they used to. No, nah, you know, everyone's old. well, one guy said he's he didn't like the way his voice sounded, and I thought, man, man nobody likes the way their voice sounds on Yeah, TV. I mean, that's on. just the way that is. And uh, another guy, you know, he just just wasn't that interested, so. Eh, it is what it is, but. that's it's okay. Well, let's go. It is okay. Yeah. Well, heck, I think, uh, I don't know, man, I, I think I might wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, I kinda of think we're there, man. It was, yeah. uh, it, it was it was nice hanging out with you. It was a good <laughs> show. Yeah. I, I mean I enjoyed it because I, I mean, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoy it. I know we we're down subscriber or we're down listeners tonight, but we've been gaining subscribers, so people are going back and listening to the old shows. I hope that uh you know you don't you don't uh, disappear because of this one, because sometimes we just want to have a good time. Nothing worked, okay? We had last week we had problems with the show last week, this week Like, literally, nothing is working. But uh, you know what? We did. We showed up, and we still made it happen. And I still had a good time. I hope you did, too. Oh, I had a blast, yes. Right on, brother. Well, I would play a song uh, to lead us out, but unfortunately, yeah, it ain't working. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) just like just about everything else
0: tonight. Nothing's working, so uh, I'll just leave it with this. There's always something that needs a little fixing at Farpoint Farms.
2: That's
0: right. You have been listening to the Midnight Cafe. Uh Uh-oh, wait. Somebody's saying, wait, wait. Oh, boy. Better hurry up, Night (laughs) alum. Mayhem saying he's busy installing a CB in the motorhome. All right, Mayhem.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Uh, Hewlett, have a good night. Everybody have a good night. Waverly said he went to Catholic school, got caught drawing in class. Drang was of a skeleton in nun's clothing. Oh, uh, oh boy. I bet you that took a beating. Right
2: there. Pops with a ruler or Yeah, there. buddy.
0: Mickey P saying, hey, all right, gentlemen, have a good one. And everyone in the chat, take it easy. I'll see you all next week. Jamaica Dog, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Again, I'm sorry if any of you felt let down by the lack of a serious topic tonight. But I had a good walk through memory lane, and, and we got Absolutely. to have some conversations, too. So appreciate uh, the call that we had, and always good to hear from Bill. And uh, Bill, I'm still not letting you off the hook for order and takeout when you've called us so many times with such great meals no on kidding. the stove. Just crazy. <laughs> I guess everyone needs a break on occasion. Yeah, we got to cut them some slack. That's right. That's right. I like a TV dinner every now and again myself, so I'm totally down that's with right. that, man. But Everyone, have a lovely evening. I am Eric, the owner of the Midnight Cafe. And once again, with me, it was Jason. And it has been a pleasure. Uh, Jason will be taking the show solo or what are you going to do, man? You going to, you going to have a show or are we going to skip a show?
2: Yeah, I mean, we might as well have a show. We might as well try and get something going.
0: Excellent. You know, well, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something. What time? Seven or eight? We'll do eight. I think we'll stick with the eight o'clock, uh, eight, eight.
2: o'clock time frame that works for everybody, right? Excellent. We'll Bouncing back and forth.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So eight o'clock next Saturday, Jason, and perhaps a guest with him as well. And, uh, I'll have it, man. Very good. Take care, everyone. See you
2: guys next week. Have a good one. All right. Later, guys.